Yeah, if you go to time.is, it literally <laughs> shows you just the time. So I think that's what they're doing. Dot is? Yep. Dot is. Right. Time dot is. Time is? 4-18-53-54-55. Oh, this is kind of cool. wonder if there's like an API for this. It's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Because they use moment for stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. There used to be a phone number you could call and it'd tell you what time it was. Oh, 752-9999. That was mine. Yeah. It was always, uh, gosh, if I, if I heard like the first couple words of it, I'd probably be able to say the whole thing. <laughs> Remember phones? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it would totally do that. Your time is yep, yep. 4.53. Current temperature, 6. So when I was growing up. Time and temperature, yep. <laughs> yeah. When I was growing up, uh, my dad uh, worked second shift or third shift. So, you know, he would try to get some sleep during the day and he would tell me, you know, hey, you can't go outside unless it's like 60 degrees or something like that. Yeah. And so I would just spam call time and temp and would get oh. pissed off if someone else was trying to to call time and temp because I was just like, as soon as it told me 60 degrees, my ass was out the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you played so much video games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just waiting on. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna I'll go play, play Mario. Mario. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there this is bit punch radio episode 003 uh you know what rich what are we talking about today movies and tv shows yes movies and tv shows yes so um it's been a you know obviously it's been a weird year for everything but the industry has been taking a hit um for covid and i wanted to talk about you know, with us being at home so much, how has your like movie experience changed? What have you been, <laughs> you know, what have you been like, uh, you know, we'll kind of get into, uh, you know, theater experience and, and, you know, what have you been watching this year? Cause with, with, um, it's, it's surprising looking at our show notes here, how little <laughs> like movies and TV we've actually consumed. Right. Now yeah. I know like we're playing more video games and stuff, but you know, this seems like it's the perfect time to kind of catch up on stuff. And our lists are like really short and it was kind of surprising to see this. Yeah. Um, It was, uh, it was surprising for me as I started going back and looking at like my Netflix history. And I I did remember some stuff that I had kind of forgotten about, honestly. Uh, but, but yeah, not as much as you would think for sure. Mm hmm. So uh, we want to talk about that, and then I want to talk about just, you know, there's been an, actually a lot of news lately around, you know, movie theaters and, and the big, like, Marvel and DC pushes. Um, they've kind of set their lineup for, you know, the next couple of years. So I want to just kind of go over that stuff. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Honestly, not a lot new. Uh, still playing the same games I've been playing. 
So Breakpoint and Halo. Still no Hades. Mm-hmm. Still got to get a Joy-Con. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I know. I, I wanted to download uh, Star Wars Squadrons, but uh, have not yet. Mm. was kind of waiting to see some feedback on that game. And also in, I think, November, the EA access all access is gonna be part of game pass so i'll get it for free as a part of that so so it's is it fully on there or is it the 10 hour thing that's on there to be completely honest i'm not 100 percent sure but i don't I believe play it badly enough to find out to pay 40 right yet <laughs> yeah there you go so i i believe it they say it's covered under the ea access stuff ea play or whatever it's called but it's 10 hours of it that which that may be enough <laughs> I don't, it, I don't that's know. We'll ex- right. No, no, no. I, I, I would say you're probably right. Like, yeah. you know, you'll know at that point if you're going to want to stick around with that game or not. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I've heard that the story, the campaign is about seven to eight hours long. Mm. So you could probably finish the campaign in that time. Uh, it's got multiplayer. I don't know a ton about it. but Do, do you have a history with those kinds of games? You, you know what? Not like the TIE Fighter and like the old Star Wars, Star Wars flight games. No. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I never had a PC, and I feel like those were all PC games. So, did you play? Oh, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so that's it. Not yeah, watching man. anything. Not uh, just working. Yeah, working. I did. We did go back into the office this week. Uh, we. Oh, what's that our, like? Our uh, my company. We all went back in. Well, I went back in this week. Everybody else is coming in next week. I kind of wanted to get in before everybody else did. Uh, so it's a little weird. Make sure they didn't take your chair. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I brought my chair home, but uh, I lost. Oh. I lost my dual monitor setup at home. So now I'm thinking about my own home office stuff again, like a monitor and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I've been. I'm pricing some 1440p monitors right now. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that a little bit. Yeah. My, yeah. my coworker came in with two 32 inch monitors this week, and I was like. It's like complete overkill. They're so big. <laughs> it's like, you're ridiculous. Like this is ridiculous. But, well, uh, it's like such a it's such a swing where you know I can see monitor like a 1080p monitor, pretty decent ones for three hundred dollars. But then if you want the bells and whistles, it's going to double that price, if not more. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I not, can't make up my mind. Yeah, not much new. What have you been up to? So, um, still playing Gears Tactics. I'm on Act 3, which is the final act. Uh, Fantastic game. Still loving that a lot. Uh, Picked up Paper Mario. Um, Maybe a couple hours into that. Uh, So, not a lot to report there. Uh, Just so far, you know, very funny. It's charming. I like the fighting style. Uh, Seems pretty simple, but, you know, I'm playing it in front of my kids and just reading it to them. And that's, that's been a delight. Uh, I started Animal Crossing. Really? Never played. Never played an Animal Crossing Your before. Kids didn't play it when it came out. They they've been playing it, and now they're okay. talking me Wait, into playing your it. Your wife likes those kind of games. She yeah. So totally it, right. So you know, I, I I loved like Stardew Valley. That that game is just I adore that game. Um, and and, and it's cool that you know with the multiplayer stuff that we were able to kind of play it as a family. And so I think we're gonna. Tr- like treat animal crossing like this as well. Um, I'm hoping it grabs me, you know, it's got that loop to it, you know, just like, okay, I'll just take care of like one, one or two more things. Um, but, um, you know, a game like spirit fair, that one, it, it, I think it has like the similar 
style where it just it, it's a repetitive game, but the game that gameplay itself didn't really you know I didn't really care for it as much. But my whole family is like really into Animal Crossing, and you know they're they're all on one island because we've only we only have one copy of the game, and so we all just have to share this island. But you know my wife, she's like planting pumpkins but yelling at my son you know you can't dig these pumpkins up like we have to wait for like whatever <laughs> i don't know i don't really know much about the game because i'm in that one only about an hour into it but it's uh, i'll you know i'll give it i'll give it a shake and see what i can see what i think but they they they're all really enjoying it right now have you played yeah. any animal crossing yeah when it came when it launched i played I played it pretty hot and heavy with my kids for about two weeks. Uh, and then I, I completely fell off of it. And then my daughter kind of stayed on it for a little bit. Like I kind of played it and she kind of watched and she played it a little bit, but she fell off it pretty quick. Like it, I think it's just so repetitive. And if you're yeah. not into like the custom, like the customizing and like the designing and like, you know, creating your own little area, if you're not into that part of it, it's just kind mm-hmm. of, kind of a slog to me mm-hmm, right like how long do you typically spend on a character creator screen quite a while with that yeah for sure but mm-hmm. I, I i don't know like the the whole like customizing your house and then like tom looks a fucking loan shark like he wants all the bells like it's a gazillion bells for you know, i love like when he when you start the game he's like you know here's your tent you owe me 50,000 bells. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. There's like, actually oh, so- a really great um, set of dialogue when you, I think it's when you upgrade from the tent to the house where I can't, I wish I could pull up what that dialogue is, but he has a really good set of dialogue because then he does the same thing. He's like, we'll build you a house. It'll only cost you like 200,000 bells the other day you'll owe me. <laughs> and he's like, and and maybe it's Timmy or Tommy is says something like, you know, do you really have another choice? Or like one of the options you can say is like, do I really have a choice? Or like, it was, it was pretty funny. Hmm. Um, kind of breaking the fourth wall there. I mean, it's like the best selling switch game right now. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't know what that hook is yet. And I, you know, I would ask, so I bought it for my wife and, you know, she played it for a while, but it, not all the time. And she would just pick it up occasionally, and you know she's like, oh, "It's I just haven't got that itch yet to play it." And then something must have happened because she's playing it every day now. So it's like I don't know what that. I don't know if it's just anxiety of like I gotta I gotta pay him back. Yeah. But I yeah I'm I don't know. Uh, well, I'll see if I get there. Well, I think that's what it is. It, it's the time based part of it. It's it's like in Stardew you had a little bit of that. But this is like on actual time. So it's like, oh, I got to get on at night so I can get the night bugs and the night fish and, you know, do all these things at night. And then this stuff's at day. And then there's certain holidays, events and stuff like that. It's like, I got to do all these things during the day. And, you know, Stardew had a night day cycle, but it was more of a cycle like a normal game. But there were certain Mm -hmm. things that happened at night and like certain things on that calendar in that game that you kind of had to pay attention to. But it's a little more at your own pace. But with this being, you know, tied to the clock on the Switch. I think that's the hook. Like that, definitely one of the hooks for sure. Yeah, like if she doesn't log on before 10 p.m., she she's like, I can't buy anything. It's kind of limited with what she can do because I guess the store is only open between such and such time. So, uh, you know that, uh, you know, I I don't know. I I started Rage uh, two, uh, got about an hour and a half into that, saved it, 
went to play it again because I bought an RTX card. And so I'm just throwing like nice looking games at it. I mean, Gears is a nice looking game, but it's Gears Tactics. You know, it's that overhead uh, view where there's there's not a lot of like detail in it. The cutscenes are nice. Started Rage 2, again, got to the point where I was in the open world and I did a couple missions and then went to fire it back up and it was like the the save wasn't there. Just new game. <laughs> so I don't know if that game is going to get any more playtime out of me or not. Um, I think uh, the next game, it's another RTS style game is uh, Age of Empires 3 is about to hit. If it hasn't hit yet, it's about to hit on Game Pass. It's the definitive edition or remastered edition or whatever BS they're calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, 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 I just, I love RTS games. Uh, so that'll, that'll be definitely something I check out. Uh, outside of gaming, reading the same books. Um, I'm still watching the same TV. You know, we're watching the boys right now. That's been a fantastic show. I started reading the comic, uh, to the boys. Um, so seems pretty good so far. Uh, but, that's that is about it for me. So how how uh, how do we want to do this, Rich? What do we, what do uh, we want to talk about first? I think we take turns. I think we, we we've got a good little list here of movies and TV shows we've kind of watched here over the last year or so. I think uh, let's just you do one, I do one. Um, okay. Some I might not have a lot to say about. I feel like your list is a little longer than mine, but. Uh, we'll, okay. Uh, let me let me group some of these together. So. Uh, I will say I've watched Sonic, Onward, and Trolls. So those are the three kids' movies and that I've, I've watched. Yeah, I've this watched year. Onward and Trolls. I didn't put those on here, but yeah, I've watched them both. Okay, so uh, we we watched Sonic in theaters. Uh, that was what back in February so or something. Right so just COVID. like yeah, yeah, you know, in the in the before times. Um, <laughs> That was, uh, you know, that was surprisingly cute. It was fine. It was, uh, you know, um, my kids really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, that movie. your kids are really into Sonic, right? Which is, isn't that strange? Weird, Didn't you make that thing. comment last week about Kirby? Yes. Like, who? How do kids nowadays know who Sonic and Kirby are? Like, I don't understand I don't how they're in the, like, that mind space. I guess I, I, I don't know. But I have two. Girls, I wonder so. if it's. Yeah, I wonder if it's like Netflix where they're still pumping out cartoons of this stuff and they just see it. So they'll click on it and now they're a Sonic fan or now they're a Kirby fan or whatever. The only way my son knows about Kirby is the fact that he shows up on the Switch main screen sometimes just for whatever. (laughs) So, um, I just find it surprising with like Fortnite and Minecraft and Roblox. Like those are the three things. How in the world do kids like Sonic? I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And all three of those games, my kids play. Huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They've, they fell into Roblox this year too. So, but it was short lived. They've kind of fell off of it. But so those are like the kids movies I've seen this year. Uh, Onward I saw in theaters too. So we actually went to kind of back to back uh, movies. Or no, Onward came straight to direct. Yeah, it came straight it to Disney. Yeah, because okay. it moves, but it happened right after, like yeah, the shutdown that's, started. That's right. Yeah, okay, so we saw Sonic in theaters, and um, yeah, those are the kids' movies I've seen that have came out this year. 
Yeah, what I liked I liked Onward quite a bit. I thought that was a fun little movie. That I had a good yeah, little yeah, I did too. I, it, it it I think the reviews were tepid because it wasn't that much of an original story, but I thought the story it told was very interesting. Yeah, it was good. It's, I think it's be good for a sequel. Like and it's about D and D. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, I was definitely leaning heavily on like the magic card D and D kind of stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've seen most of Trolls World Tour. My kids don't seem to like that movie as much as the first Trolls. Um, but very, very into that first Trolls movie, but not as much the second Trolls movie. Yeah. How many times have you seen the first one? Oh, I can't count anymore. <laughs> I mean, how many times have I seen Frozen 2? At least 300, you know. I I, I don't, I don't. At this point, my TV only plays upstairs. It plays Frozen 2, a couple of, like, Netflix cartoons, and then that that, uh, nursery songs thing on Netflix that's like a Mm. little cartoon. Like, that's all my TV plays. And then after 8.30... (laughs) All it plays is shitty reality TV shows that my wife watches <laughs> that I don't watch. Like the most shitty, trashy reality TV you can imagine. And you don't want to partake in that? No, uh, no, definitely not. It's like okay. it's all about like love shows or like The Bachelor or there's all sorts of that kind of stuff on now. And she mm. just it's basically her her uh, tune out and zone out, you know, yeah. stuff. You know, you, you so, some people just need trash TV. Yeah, I mean, my wife, I, I mean, my wife yeah. she watches a lot of trash TV too. Yeah. So for me, that's YouTube. Yeah, right. Like I'll go downstairs, and I can tell on her face if she's embarrassed what's on the screen or not. <laughs> oh, my wife is no fucks given. She doesn't care. She's like, go downstairs and play your stupid video games. Leave me alone. <laughs> I I um I was a little embarrassed. I started Disgaea four. Uh, it was just like something that showed up on, um, on game pass. And I, I love final fantasy tactics games. I, I, I just adore those games to pieces. And I knew Disgaea was that kind of, you know, that type of, uh, isometric like strategy, you know, uh, type of RPG. And so I, I downloaded it, uh, and I was streaming it to the PC in the bedroom. And so my wife was in there playing animal crossing and all the cutesy, you know, anime noises coming out of these characters. I was just like, it's <laughs> like, man, this is, this is rough. It's like, I know there's a good game in here somewhere, but I just, I can't do this. So anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, let's throw a movie at me. Okay. Well, I think we've talked about this before. I don't think we talked about it on the show, but uh, one of the movies that I watched this year that I have down here is The Old Guard. So that That's is a Netflix, Netflix, right? It's a Netflix deal. It's got uh, Charlie Theron. I think she's the only really known actor or actress in that movie. Uh, but the basic premise of that movie is there's these set of uh, characters that basically can't die. Uh, so they're like mm. thousands and hundreds of years old. Uh, and it takes place in present day. Uh, so they, they basically can get shot and die and then they come back to life. And then they, you know, they, they basically, they're all trained in like military and combat. So they basically are like these little, or or basically these like, uh, you know, they just go like Robin Hood, basically. Like they just go around and kind of try to prevent all these uh, bad people from doing bad things, basically. Mm -hmm. Sort of like superheroes in a weird way. Uh, That movie's okay. 
I, I liked it enough that I downloaded the comics. I thought I thought the premise was interesting. Like it had an interesting premise because it, it kind of teases Charlie Theron is is the oldest of the four or five of them, mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of teases she's been around like a long time, uh, like thousands of years. So that part I found sort of interesting, but it didn't really dig into it deep enough for me because I like a lot of medieval stuff. I like like medieval and like crusades times and like old uh older movies like that like the viking movies and or viking shows and stuff like that i like those shows a lot right so i i actually downloaded the comics and started to read the comics uh a little bit so that, that's a decent movie but i don't think you've seen that movie uh what do you mean by a little bit how much of the comics have you gotten into i, I think i've read three quarters of the one the movie's based on and it's pretty beat for beat Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it interesting enough for you to continue? You think you'll stick with it? I, I probably will. I'll probably get back to it eventually. Hmm. I've got some recommendations for you if you oh, ever man. want any. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tell me about Tenant. Okay. So they I don't know opened anything about up, it other than it's a Christopher Nolan film. They opened up a movie theater about two miles from my house. It's an escape theater. It. What is an escape theater? It's 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 the brand. It's, it's just named oh, okay. Escape. So Must um, be a you Kentucky know it's a thing. It's <laughs> a uh, you know I think it is actually. Uh, it is one that does the recliners and they'll serve you, you know, greasy food and beer and wine and uh, assigned seating and that stuff. So, I have never been to a theater like that in my life. Wow, it's uh, it's once you go to something like that, you don't ever want to go back to the really? OG. The oh. Yeah, oh yeah, and uh, movie and somehow prices are two dollars cheaper than the one that is just a standard theater that's further away from me now. Okay, so one of these. Open I'm up. a little nervous about this theater though sticking around because of uh, some news that we'll talk about here in a little bit, but um. I saw Tenant with my wife and four other people that I didn't know. So there were six people in the theater. I drive by this theater all the time and there may be 10 cars in the parking lot. Oh, wow. It's, it's, you know, it's just such a bummer because they've, it's a really amazing theater. It looks really good, super clean, but it's just, uh, you know, just theaters aren't going to be able to stick around. So uh, it's tough. Um, So Tenant. Uh, don't really want to, I don't, I didn't care for it. What is Tenet about? Okay. So Tenet definitely opens up, uh, where it's a pretty heavy scene that actually made my wife a little like, uh, kind of uneasy, but it is about, um, the ability to travel through time, but also watch time, like go backwards. So if you watch the trailer for it, you'll see a lot of stuff. Like people are moving forward in time, but you're seeing other people move backwards in time. I can't cover too much more than that because it it, it actually ties into the story a little bit of like why that's happening or why they're able to do that, why they're able to see this. But it, it also, it's pretty like just, you just have to be very open-minded and don't try and analyze anything kind of like watching in game you know like if you really try and right. look into like how are the, how are they time traveling through this is all bullshit you know don't think of it like that just just let just be along for the ride and and 
you know, just don't try to overanalyze these things. But I don't know. The movie itself, it just, I, I was just had high, such high expectations. I was so fucking excited to go to a movie theater and, you know, it's the first the movie I was going to see. And I think I just, I think I just, uh, my expectations were just way too high. Well, I love pretty, Christopher Nolan. It's pretty hype though, right? I mean, it's. Yeah. And actually, uh, it's, it's scores lower than I thought. You know, I thought it was just like, ah, uh, you know, maybe it just didn't grab me. Like I like those styles of movies. I love, uh, Inception and uh, I've liked most of his movies, but this one just didn't do it for me. We have a, we have a mutual friend on Twitter that has seen it like three or four times and he, he really enjoys it. But, um, yeah, it's, it just, it didn't grab me. Um, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful film and, and the acting is spectacular, but I just think how it was told was pretty confusing. And I, I think I need to watch it again and I might like it a second time. But then again, I'm like, there's so much freaking media to consume. Like <laughs> I'll see if I ever get back to watch that movie again. It's fine. People like it. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. 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 Huh. I was thinking you were going to love it. No. Yeah. I, hell, I, I, I thought so too. But what is The King? The King. So that's another Netflix uh, show uh, or movie. Uh, it ha- So, okay. So the reason why I watched this is because the new Dune trailer came out like a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Like the new 2021 Dune or 2020 Dune. I don't know when it's coming out. Uh, and the lead actor in that and Dune is the lead actor in The King. And he's been in oh, some okay. other stuff. He's uh his name's Timothy Chalamet. I think he's I think it's French. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's it kind of popped up on Netflix. Like, oh, that's that guy from the Dune thing. It just happened to pop up. I'm sure it was some <laughs> sort of algorithm. From the Dune thing. You know. So uh The King is about Henry V uh in England in the fourteen hundreds. So again, I like those kind of movies like old school historical kind of yeah. movies. And this one is based loosely based around actual history. It's it's partially based on a Shakespeare play. So it's a little bit of fiction mis- mixed with history. Uh it's a really it's a pretty darn good movie. I liked it a lot. It has uh Timothy Chalamet, uh Robert Pattinson's in it. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, Joel Edgerton, pretty pretty decent cast for mm-hmm. uh, for a Netflix movie. Uh, I think it came out in 2019, but I just watched it uh, about a week ago. Mm. But I really, really liked it. Really good acting, uh, good like battle scenes. Uh, just thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's hurt a little bit because Netflix has been pretty heavy on like Viking movies. There's another Netflix show called like The Outlaw King. There's there's another show on Netflix. They all just look the same because it's just like so, like some medieval guy with a sword, right? So they all yeah. So it's like they 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 have like a a place to shoot, and they just keep using that place. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And like (laughs) this, it's 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 pretty weird. But it it's it's a really good, it's a really good movie. I liked it quite a bit. If if you want to watch a decent movie that's on Netflix, and you want to see more of that guy that's going to be in Dune. Well, I want to see more of the Batman. So that might that might get me to watch that. Cause he, he was he was he was in Tenet as well, and he was great in that movie too. So he, he was pretty good in The King. He, he he was pretty good. He wasn't in it a ton. He's kind of a side character, but but pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, let's see. What do you? What else do you have on here? 
So um, I'm gonna I'll save my favorite for last. Um, watched Birds of Prey. Um, that is the the Suicide Squad kind of spinoff where it's uh, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn and yeah. yeah yeah Harley Quinn and and her her ragtag group. Um, that was okay which I think is about the only thing I can say about most DC movies I've seen lately. It's yeah, just that, like, it was okay. That looked bad enough that I did want to watch it. It's, it's fine. Um, it's, I, I think it actually reviewed higher than probably what I would give it. Um, my wife, she didn't really care for it, but it, it's just, it's fine. You don't, you absolutely, Rich, do not have to watch this movie. You are not missing out. <laughs> Your life will not be enriched any more or any less after watching that movie. It's just okay. Um, I mean, I really like but, Margot Robbie, but that, yeah, just, she's, that just yeah. seems like a really bad movie. Um, no, it's just okay. I wouldn't even say it's bad or it's terrible or great. I'm looking okay. at the cast, I, I think so. you. I think if you have any interest in James Gunn's version of Suicide Squad, I don't know how much it's going to tie into that. You may want to watch it if you plan on watching that movie. Huh? Ewan McGregor's in this movie. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a naughty boy in that movie. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Uh. The next movie I had was uh, Triple Frontier. That's another Netflix one. That's a military kind of action flick. <laughs> it has Ben Affleck in it. Um, in a couple of Why movies. is that funny? It, it's, it, anytime, like Ben Affleck to me is not Batman. So, or like seeing Ben Affleck in uh, Gone Girl when he was like super beefed up for Batman oh, yeah, they filmed right. at the same time to me was absolutely <laughs> hilarious because he's just this huge <laughs> like mountainous guy you know I, I don't know I just I to me Ben Affleck being this superhero or like big dude is is like trying to be this military guy is always hilarious yeah um, it has a couple of other pretty big act- actors in it it has a uh, uh, Mandalorian guy uh, what is his name I, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, the Game of Thrones guy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm gonna remember it here in a minute. Uh, it has him. It has the God. Who's the Star Wars? <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna have to look up who these guys' <laughs> oh, names geez. are. This is okay. Okay, it has uh, Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. The he was in uh, that robot fighting movie that we watched at a movie theater. The only time you and I have ever went to a movie theater. What was that show? Oh was that my gosh, Rich. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie, <laughs> what was that movie? Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific Rim. He's in that first one. Oscar Isaac is in this movie. Uh, that's the Star Wars yeah, guy. Okay. Pedro Pascal yeah, yeah. is the Mandalorian. Yeah, Pedro. Yeah, right. So he's yeah. in this movie. Uh, I like it's basically him. about a bunch of Navy SEALs guys, and they go off and try to steal a bunch of money from a drug lord, uh, and things don't go as planned. Uh, oddly enough, of course. But I just thought it was hilarious, and I put it on this list because it has Ben Affleck trying to play a uh, super badass military guy. You want to see a good Ben Affleck movie? Watch The Town. Yes. No, that's a great... Yeah, that's a good That's a good movie. This is not really a good movie. This is a popcorn oh. movie, really. <laughs> I mean, it's it's okay. It's so predictable. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Super, super predictable. 
Uh, let's see here. What have you got? My last movie, which is sad. You've watched three movies this year. I've watched more you've, than that, but I don't have anything else to talk. Like, none of them are interesting. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I've watched a lot hey, of, like, you need, World War II documentaries and... Um, oh, sure, yeah. Like, st- like, stuff like that. Like, nothing. Like, right. I watched another... I watched that Game Changers, which is, like, a plant-based diet documentary. I watched a lot mm. of her stuff, but I didn't think any of it was all that interesting, to be honest. You know, there's the Console Wars is on CBS All Access. I really want to watch that. Mm. It's a it's a movie based on that book, you know, the whole yeah. Nintendo and Sega feud. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to watch that. Seth Rogen actually produced that. Of course he did. Yeah, he's in he's kind of in everything right now. So the last movie uh, I want to talk about is called Palm Springs. I don't know if you're hot or cold on Andy Samberg. I have, but, I have no opinion. I don't think I've ever watched a medium of him at all because I'm not a Saturday Night Live guy. Okay, so I I really like <laughs> like his movies. Um, Tour de Pharmacy, I would highly recommend. It's short; it's like 45 minutes, but it's about the doping of the you know Tour de France, uh, and just seeing John Cena just roiding out on a bike is just the funniest thing. Ever <laughs> There's actually um, a really good documentary about. Uh, cycling doping uh it's called icarus it's on mm. netflix and stuff you should watch that that's actually a really mm, good okay movie. yeah uh but i i like andy sandberg uh i i just uh, his dumb sense of humor is really good is i just find him really funny and this is a like a modern take on like groundhog's day where they are just kind of reliving the same day over and over um you know about you, you it you know what's happening about, you know, 20 minutes into it. But then I just feel like if Andy Samberg wrote this at some point, he'd be like, Oh, something fucked up right here needs to happen. And it's just, I laughed so hard at what happened and it was just so stupid and ridiculous. And that it's, I mean, what's the last movie you've watched? That's like really, really made you laugh. Like they don't, they, you know, humorous no, yeah, movies. I can't think of anything. Yeah, they're, you know, there's just kind of like Game Night was probably the last movie I watched before this one that like actually really made me laugh, but it was probably one of the pitch perfect movies cuz my wife likes those movies. Yeah, see it's it's funny. yes. Yeah, something like that where it's like I don't know, they just don't make hu- that many humorous movies anymore. So when I find one that I really like, I normally tell people like, "Hey, if you want to laugh, you should totally watch Palm Springs." Um I think that is on Amazon. So I highly recommend that. Uh and that is all I've watched this year. Yeah. That's that's it. That is six movies deep and half of them are kids movies that have came out this year <laughs> that I've watched. So Yeah, I definitely watch more TV shows on YouTube than anything else, for sure. Yeah, so uh your list of TV shows is definitely more stacked. See, I um I left a couple of these off only because I don't think they came out this year, which is what I was basing my list on. But that's that's you know that's really no big deal. Uh, I've talked about a lot about the boys on our show, so um, I, I still really like that. That's a Seth Rogen and, and Evan, um, I think Goldberg is his name, kind of their duo, where um, they're executive producing this. They did Preacher. I don't know if you ever gave Preacher a shot. I kind of fell off that show pretty hard, but uh, the boys is is definitely hitting a lot stronger for me. Um, 
What? You know, let me just actually go through my list real quick. Cause I only have two other ones on here. The Outsider, uh, Stephen King. It's on HBO. Fantastic. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. I think you mentioned him earlier in one of the movies you watched. He's he's the star of the show. Okay. Um, and that is fantastic. I haven't read the book, and I've. I, my neighbor, he he watched uh, and read the book and said it's pretty close, so I don't feel like I need to read the book. But, uh, you know, that was a limited run on HBO. It's fantastic if you um, have access to that. And then the Umbrella Academy. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about that on the show yet or not, but uh, I started the Umbrella Academy when it first came out, watched the first episode, maybe the second, and it didn't grab me. So my wife, you know, she liked it, and she continued to watch it and said it just gets better and better. By the end of the first season, I was super hooked. Um, I started watching it right before the second season hit. So I took like a year off, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but as that show gets on, as that show uh, continues, it, it just gets better and better. And it's fu- it gets funny, you know. Like my, my favorite Marvel movie is like Thor Ragnarok, just because of how absurd and ridiculous it is. And I think mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy, it's kind of taken that approach to it where it's just, it's silly as hell. and and But it, you know, it's has a serious side to it uh but it's it that's a that's a great show and i i hope netflix continues to make it you know they 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 cancel shows after three seasons and they'll be working on the third season so we'll see if it keeps making them money or not but <laughs> uh outside of that you know I, I i'll steal a couple of years watch the witcher and the mandalorian we started the clone wars um yeah, but so the, the Witcher and the Mandalorian didn't come out this year, but I think I watched some of those this year. So they're they're probably right, right on the line of, of like late December. Oh yeah, early yeah, January yeah. January last year. Um, probably, They'll be on this year's Oscars, you know. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't talk about <laughs> enough. They're both okay. Um, you know what? That's yes. They're both okay. I, I like The Witcher more than The Mandalorian. I have problems with The Mandalorian, but. Yeah. It sounds like the Mandalorian has problems right now. So, from the stuff that I've been reading, no, oh, I haven't seen anything about it. Oh, really? Yeah. So Pedro Pascal, the the guy who plays the Mandalorian, uh, he's basically pissed because he wants to be able to have his face on screen more because he doesn't really get to act. And that was my main problem with that show. When I found out that he was the main lead, I was like, all right, th- that's gonna be awesome because this guy was awesome in Game of Thrones. You know, he's been in other movies. He's good. He's good in, like, Narcos, I think, is a, uh, a show on one of his streaming services he's on that he's supposed to be pretty good in. I'm like, okay, okay I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Like, Star Wars, I like Star Wars, let's go. <laughs> and then it was so bland. Like, that show is just bland to me. And, like, how crazy people were going over that show, I just did not understand. It it seems like a kid show to me. Like a I, a early teenager, I know it's I know it's trying to play to the audience that grew up watching Star Wars, but I mean, my son really dug it, and he's six. Like it to me, it comes off kind of more like a kid show. But yeah, I, I think for me, like the introduction of the Baby Yoda was basically the most cheesy cop out like in the world. Yeah, because of course it's a baby Yoda. I mean, like, I, I don't know. It did. And, and just, it seems like he's completely hamstrung as, as an actor in there. And that's basically the problem is he wants to be more, you know, upfront in the show and be able to act more. And I guess there was a big falling out. And, um, John Favreau has come out and said that it's that this next season is going to focus on other characters more. And that's supposedly because of the falling out. Like he basically just quit Dang. for a while. 
So I mean, he signed on to play a guy in a mask. So yeah, but I mean, I can I understand it because I, I mean, all he does is talk in a monotone voice, and say the same three lines over and over again. Like he doesn't get to actually act at all. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It, but that, that if should, I signed up to, to me, yeah, okay, well, yeah, no, I I agree. Um, is there anything else in your list you want to talk about? Yeah, so I watched uh, here recently, I think in September, a show called Away came out on Netflix. A lot of my stuff is going to be Netflix-based. That's usually what I go to to yeah. TV shows. I have I've gathered that. And all that stuff, but anyway. Um, Away is a uh, kind of a sci-fi TV show about astronauts going to Mars. And I think it is, I think it's set in present day. It has... Um, I'm, of course, I'm forgetting her name, so now I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank is the lead on Away. Um, so she was in Million Dollar Baby, uh, Karate Kid 3, <laughs> a lot of other movies. Those are the two movies that come to mind when I think about Hillary Swank. <laughs> uh, there's a few other notable people in there. But it, it's a really cool movie about, like, it's basically about their trip from Earth to Mars. Uh, and kind of the, it, it, it's kind of on bo- on the same level as Tenet, or, or not Tenet, oh. yeah, Tenet, because uh, the whole time that she's on Mars, so her husband works at NASA too, uh, and he was like he was like an astronaut until he found out he had like this heart condition and couldn't be an astronaut anymore. So he's like the head, uh, like flight control guy. So the whole time she's like talking to her daughter. And, like, talking to her husband, like, on her way to Mars, like, from the spaceship. Like, stuff that would not be possible to do. And they they try to say, well, there's, like, a delay. Like, you send a message, and then there's a delay. But for a long time, they're, like, video chatting. And, like, so there's some of that stuff you got to kind of... And, like, some of the, <laughs> uh, some of the like, basically, there's anything that can go wrong does go wrong with the ship. And so for, right. for their, you know, throughout the whole journey, things happen to the ship. And, like, some of their ways they solve those problems you got to kind of be like oh okay that's you know this is a tv show uh but it's it's pretty good i I liked it quite a bit i thought it was good acting and good good effects um yeah i thought i thought it was a really good show definitely give it a watch if you like uh kind of space type movies space yeah hey i like space yeah i mean gotta like space so you have other stuff you have space force on this list. Okay, so hold on, hold on. So this, if you look at the heading, though, this oh, is TV shows off. I fell okay, off okay, of. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, I tried Avenue 5, which was, or is a uh, show on HBO. It's like a, we'll say it's a space show, um, but it's like, uh, it's, it's supposed Scott, to be right? like a, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Nope, that's the wrong <laughs> show. So Space Force is that show you're talking about where it's uh, oh, they're talking okay. about they're talking about, you know, starting up that branch of the, uh, you know, of the of the army yeah, uh, yeah. that is going to <laughs> protect us from outer space. Uh, and that's just completely making fun of uh, recent political things, um, which I think probably hurts the show quite a bit. But uh, love I love uh, him as an actor. Uh, oh, my gosh. Michael Scott. Why am I blanking on his stupid name? <laughs> Steve Carell. 
Yeah, thank you, Steve Carell. So I I really like him as uh, an actor, and he was on the morning show, and you know I I really adored that show, but it just it's it's real stupid. It's stupid. Like it's it's just it's the same uh, team that did The Office, and it's actually the same team that did Upload, which was an, an Amazon show that I tried to watch and fell off of, but. Uh, I know I'm being all over the place here, but back to Avenue five, that was, uh, supposed to be like a, a cruise liner in space where it's, it's, um, you know, you, you're vacationing in space and shit goes horribly wrong on the first episode. Um, but is it like the Wally vacation where I get like kind of fat? Yeah, but it's, yes. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a bougie thing. Uh, but it, it, it i think it wrecks or something and the, or they lose power and, and like shit goes we watched the first episode and it was it just didn't really grab us um same thing with space force we got about two or three episodes into that and kind of fell off that hard i don't know if that's been picked up for a second season i don't know about avenue five i'd, I'd, I'd have to look that up um i think upload was picked up where Basically, you die and you get uploaded into, you know, a real like a like a virtual world. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually about finished that season, but then we kind of fell off of it. So stuff's just having a hard time just kind of sticking with us. We're, you know, I guess we're just playing more video games and stuff. And, you know, if we're just not really enjoying it as much, we're definitely being more harsh on saying, eh, just forget it. We're not going to yeah. finish yeah. this. Uh, the last show on here I say I fell off of. Search Party, uh, that was a TBS show that actually HBO picked up. First season, fantastic. Second season, uh, we it kind of has just been forgotten about. So I just okay. wanted to put that on there. You have Ozark on here. And <clears throat> we we watched maybe two episodes of Ozark. Uh, lots of Breaking Bad vibes there. Yes, but I'm totally. wondering if it starts differentiating itself no, from that. No. No, it stays the same. Now, I've I've I haven't watched all of Ozark. My wife has watched it all, and I kind of watched eighty percent of it through osmosis mm-hmm. uh, of her watching it. And no, it totally stays that same vibe. Yeah, um, I mean it's that, fine. That's an but... okay show, but that's another one you got to kind of remove your disbelief of yeah. This guy's laundering millions of dollars, and all somebody has to do is steal his computer. <laughs> because he just he like wakes up makes coffee and sits down at his computer and does whatever it is he's doing like it doesn't make any sense Um, is there anything on your list you want to talk about yeah 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 let's talk about star wars the clone wars okay all right yeah this is is gonna get serious now so star wars the clone wars not the movies this is the cartoon show that was on disney Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right here. Yep. Let, let's set let's set the stage. Yep. Are you hot or cold on modern Star Wars? I'm I'm lukewarm. I'm in the middle. So okay. this this new trilogy, what is it, seven, eight, nine? Uh not not great for me. Not not a big fan. Okay. Just just okay to me. That that yeah. that middle movie eight is terrible. Just awful. Uh um, I adored seven yes good movie it's fine. eight i did not like at all we actually audibly laughed quite a bit in the theater at how terrible it was nine i watched pretty drunk and i don't remember a lot about it (laughs) 
But I will say the people I was with were not really liking it that much either. Yeah, so. it's 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 okay. Very rushed. Yes. That movie is just story beat, story beat, story beat, and yep. let's get through it, and that's it. Yep. So, yep, yep. so, so Star Wars okay, the Clone sorry. Wars is the cartoon show that was on the Disney Channel for a long period of time, over the 2000s and the, the teens. Uh, and I, I just came to it because of Disney+, Plus. so all the seasons are on Disney+. Plus. And just this year, they announced they were going to do a final season of that show. Like after a oh, long shit. break. And so I had never watched it before. And so I, I train on a bicycle, uh, my, my road bike, I've hooked up to a trainer where I just sit and it's like a spin bike basically. And I have a big TV up in front of it. So when I get on there, I'll ride for like an hour and I'll turn on the TV and I'll Chromecast Netflix and I'll just watch something. And somebody at work told me, like, you like Star Wars, you should check out the Clone Wars. It's really good. Like, yeah, it's the kitty cartoon. It's, I'm, I'm not going to be into that. And so one day I was riding, I was like, eh, let me check this out. Dude. It's the best Star Wars show, period. Movies, the Rogue One, the shoot offshoots, it's the best of all of them, period. Mm-hmm. E- easily, easily. And it, it, it's kind of crazy how that you haven't watched it. Like, that, that people don't know about how good this show is because it's that good. Like, it's pretty cheesy. It can be cheesy because it is a kid's show. But I mean, it covers big topics and big like story beats within that universe, and it builds on that universe. Like that little period of time, like it takes place during the Clone Wars, like of Count Dooku and Grievous, and you know, uh, Emperor Emperor Palpatine is still the Emperor, and you know, during that kind of in between period of like Episode One and Two and Three. So it and and Anakin has his Padawan uh, Ahsoka Tano during this, so it is kind of between two and three, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, is is sort of the timeline, and you got Obi Wan there. So there's a lot of people involved there, uh, and it's it's so good because every episode they kind of go to a new place, a new planet, see these new uh, different creatures and aliens and cultures, and, that, and to me that's what makes Star Wars cool. Like that that was what was cool about the prequels to me. It's like they went to all the different planets, and you know you got to see more of. Uh, of you know like what the Jedi are actually doing you know on a day to day basis and it was and then you know obviously during all this they're in war but it's just such a good show and the voice actors are mm. pretty good like they kind of sign they kind of sound like low rent versions of Ewan McGregor and, and <laughs> Hayden Christensen but they they do a good job like and it's like some of the storylines in those in those episodes are really good. Like there's a whole, there's like a three part uh, of three episodes that take place on Mandalore. And mm. like it, like it talks about like the, the queen, I can't remember if she's a queen or what her title is of Mandalore. And like, there's a whole plot going on there about like overthrowing and like civil war and stuff like that. And like that, that's all cool shit to me. Mm-hmm. And it gets pretty deep into that stuff. Like it covers. You like love space. Episodes. I like space, man. And I, I yeah. think Star Wars has a rich, like the books, like a lot of people like the Star Wars books and like other mediums outside the movies. And this kind of digs into that. And it's all produced by, it was made by that Dave Filoni, the guy that's kind of the, kind of slowly becoming the head of Star Wars here. Mm. Um, he's, he's directing a lot of the Mandalorian. Uh, he's kind of, he's kind of the new George Lucas, so to speak. So, and he, he's re- and it's really good. And I, I'm I think I'm into the third season, 
of that show. I still got a long way to go. I can't remember how many seasons there are. I think seven or eight. Uh, but that wow, man, that show is good. It's so, that's a commitment. It's so good. Like your kids, your kids would love it. Like it, it's mm. it's a really good show. And like I said, some of it is cheesy. Like uh, like they'll crash. Like Obi Wan and Anakin will like crash land on a planet and like become prisoners. And it's like oh. All of a sudden, who's one of the other prisoners? It's Chewbacca. Oh, of course it's Chewbacca. You know, but then it's like you get a little Chewbacca in there, and then you know, like one of them has uh, Admiral Akbar in there, and oh, of course, <laughs> there's literally an episode where um, Obi Wan and Anakin are literally stuck under like a giant spaceship, like a cruiser, and like they're hurt really bad and they can't get up, like they can't get out from underneath the rubble, and so they they're trying to get. Um, R2 to like call back for help, like to call for help to have someone to come get them. And the whole time they're being hunted by these uh, bounty hunters, basically. And this whole episode takes place on this like derelict uh, cruiser that they're stuck under. And R2 Mm -hmm. basically plays home alone with these bounty hunters in the ship and like sets up traps for them and is like picking them off one by one. And like, that's a whole episode and it's absolutely hilarious. Like it, it, like some of the foreshadowing that they do with like Anakin, like obviously he's going to become Darth Vader. Spoiler, so like they do some like foreshadowing there, and like that stuff's all kind of interesting. I, I don't yeah. know. I really, really like that show. I think anybody who likes Star Wars needs to watch that show. So we watched the first episode and thought it was good. And I asked my son, you know, I was like, hey, so what'd you think? And he was like, yeah, that's good. And then he has not brought it up since. So Man. I just need to put it in front of him a little bit more. But yeah. and it's, it's, I mean, it, it's TV show. So it's, uh, I think the episodes are only like 22 minutes long. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but some short. of them do like, you know, like three episode part series, little things of like a one. It, it does carry like through a whole storyline. Like each one is not like a whole new storyline every time. And mm-hmm. it, it, it is just, it's really good. I like it a lot, honestly. I, I need to watch it more, but right now I only watch it when I ride my bike. So, uh, what else do I have on here? Mind Hunter. Uh, so, Mind Hunter is another Netflix show. Uh, it is set, um, I believe, in the fifties or sixties. I'm gonna have to Google it. Uh, the thing that drew me to it is the guy that uh, um, voices uh, not Sven in Frozen. Who's the guy? The blonde-haired guy. Oh god. Here we go. That's not Sven? This ruins no Sven is the is the caribou, the reindeer. Oh jeez, um, okay. Yeah, here we go. This is what we have You're to do. You're losing it, man. I know, I know. What's his name? Uh, it, the guy the actor's name is Jonathan Groff. So he he voices a character in Frozen and so I was like, Oh, this guy actually acts like he acts like in actual stuff. So he is in he is in Mindhunter and it it it's an FBI show where basically the division of the FBI that tracks serial killers, it's basically showing the beginning and creation of that unit of the FBI. Because I didn't know this, but there was a period of time when, like, like Son of Sam and, like, uh, Charles Manson, where they didn't really know, like, serial killer, the word, didn't exist. Like, they didn't really, they had, hadn't, like, studied, studied the psychology of it. And that's basically right. what the whole show is about, like, the psychology of serial killers and, like, what drives them to do this and... It kind of follows uh, Jonathan Groff's character, who is a real... It's based on real characters, like real people. Mm. Um, they can use these different names, but it is based on like this one guy's story of how he started this uh, started this kind of 
portion of the FBI. Uh, Do you get into listening to those like murder mystery type podcasts or anything like that? No, but I, I would probably like those to be honest. Sure. Um, but no, I, I really never have. Uh, hmm. And, and Mindhunter is is really good. I think it's got two seasons. I don't know if it's been canceled. Netflix is pretty pretty quick to cancel shows. Yeah, they're harsh um, a lot of the times. But that, that's a really good show. Um, it's got Anna Torv, who was in um, The Fringe. If you remember that show from yeah from TV, I think it was on CBS. That was a pretty good show. She's in this uh, in Mindhunter. But it, like, like they basically go, so, so Jonathan Groff's character, they go to prisons and interview these serial killers that are in prison. And like they ask him, why, like, why did you do this? What did you do? What drove you to do this? And like, so they like talk to all these like big time, like they talk to Son of Sam, they talk to Charles Manson, and like they start building profiles. And then all these cases, like real cases come up, and then they go and like try to use these profiles to like solve the cases. And so hmm. it, it's, it's kind of interesting. To, to kind of see that formed in real time. Kristoff um, is the Frozen character that he voices. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah, so that's a pretty good show. If you like kind of like crime drama type stuff, you should definitely watch that. Uh, Ozark we talked about. Um, Outer uh-huh. Banks. So Outer Banks is another Netflix show. Man, you love Outer- Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So Outer Banks is a kind of teen, uh, kind of action drama type thing. Kind of Friday Night Lights a little bit in kind of the teen drama. So it takes place on the Outer Banks, which is a portion of uh, North Carolina on the East Coast. Uh, And that's what drew me to watch it because I've went there a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically this kid in this this show... uh, he's a local like he lives on the outer banks and so it's got that like local touristy and against the tourist kind of vibe and he's like kind of a poor kid and then you have all these rich people that live on the banks uh but his dad basically is looking for this like treasure so the whole thing is basically a treasure hunt it's 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 pretty it's a pretty predictable show but it's got some good acting in it uh and pretty good characters i i felt like it is a pretty good little kind of like popcorn show Kind of turn your turn your mind off. Kind of kind of reality TV trashy kind of kind of show. Not <laughs> not anything great for like story wise, but pretty good acting and sure, yeah, pretty good like moment to moment beats uh, as far as that show goes. Pretty sure that show's getting a second season. Um, the last show that I have on here is not getting a second season. I don't think it's called Messiah. I'm pretty sure that's on Netflix. That's the oldest one that I've watched. Uh, so that one's pretty on the nose with the name. It is about um, present day. This guy shows up kind of out of nowhere and starts doing these very Jesus-like things. Like mm. he's performing these like miracles and like predicting things that are going to happen. And like he starts out like in the Middle East and then like, all of a sudden shows up in the America like during this big event and like it's it's kind of weird it's it's basically playing on how would Jesus like a character like Jesus or like a messiah like the return of the messiah be treated in today like mm-hmm. in the social media right. and like the news cycle and politics so like in this in this show like the president is super religious 
And so like all these, all these like politicians and like all the people are like, oh, this guy's a fraud. This guy's the antichrist, you know, but, and it's like, well, is he really Jesus? He could be Jesus, right? Like if Jesus came back today, you know, everybody would be like, wait a minute. Like, wait, you know, this is, <laughs> like, you know, you just imagine what that would be like. Like if he's like walking on water and like doing all this stuff that he's, you know, that are in, that's in the Bible. Like if you imagine that like happening, like in front of you with social media and then it's like on, and that plays a big part in the show. Like people are like posting it on fake Instagram or whatever it is. I think they actually use Instagram in the show. Uh, but yeah, that would all be received as like completely controversial. Like people wouldn't mm-hmm. know what to do. And then so you had these people that were like totally like some of the religious people that were totally on his side. And then obviously some of like the Jewish and other religions were like totally against it because they're they don't believe in Jesus Christ. So it, it was a pretty interesting show. Uh, I actually liked it quite a bit. I don't know if it's a good show <laughs> or not. But if you have any interest in that stuff, that's a pretty that's a pretty good. Did you you were a Lost fan, right? Yes. Did you did you watch the Leftovers? No. Okay. No. So the le- the you know the Leftovers is is about two you know, percent of the world just ends up disappearing, and there's a lot of mess- Messiah type character development. Um, I I just it, that, that I I liked that show. I think it ended very poorly, but uh, it it only lasted three seasons, but. Uh, just as you were talking about Messiah, it made me think of that show, and I knew you were a, a fan of, um, you know, the guy that puts together or that put together. Um, oh my yeah. gosh, Lost. Yeah, yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, that's yeah. a good show. But no, but like uh, the thing that bothers me about Messiah is I don't think it's going to get a second season. I think it might have been canceled. Um, but like basically at the end of the season, like during during the whole show, like this FBI agent or government agent is kind of trying to track him down and, like, bring him in and, like, talk to him. And, like, they actually find out, like, where he was before he just showed up. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe he's a fake, but then he's doing all these other things that are, like, completely unexplainable. And so it's like, mm. man, is he the is he, is he really the Messiah? <laughs> like, and then, and then, like, the show ends on a total cliffhanger, and you're just like, man, like, like there's a lot that they could explore and do with that show, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're going to get the chance to do it. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah that's how the leftovers was was it it, it definitely kind of had you thinking like is this person actually performing this these miracles and <laughs> can predict all this stuff but yeah yeah whereas uh, lost beat that into the ground and then pummeled it with a sledgehammer so i my wife finished that show um and she was you know trying to talk me into it and i was like i just i hear so much bad things about you know that it just they just fumble the ending. It's like, I don't, is it one of those shows? And she's like, no, no, you really need to watch it. And so we watched the first episode and she's like, you know what? You don't need to watch this show. <laughs> I was like, you do. Eh, you okay. need to watch. I don't remember anymore what the like cadence of the seasons are, but there's mm-hmm. a sweet spot in there. Um, that you can bail out. Yeah. 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 It's like when he left, right? Like, uh, is it like Lindelof was his name, uh, or is his name uh, where he no, just J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams started. Yeah. Lost. Okay. Yeah. And that then right, yes. Lindelof and yeah, the other guy took it over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so, no, there's a sweet spot somewhere in there in the later seasons where you can like bail out and just be like, ah, like I could just tell you the ending. Because like while it was happening in real time, like all me and my friends were kind of trying to figure out what the ending was, and we kind of guessed it. And we could have done without all the other crap. 
There is gotcha. a sweet spot in there where it's a really good show for a while. It's got really good character development and mm-hmm. really good characters for sure. That's worth watching mm-hmm. for sure. And a lot of crazy stuff happening that you're like, what? But part of the fun of that show is I feel like broken watching it back to back to back to back to back and what is today. Like the cool thing about that show was it being like seasonal and watching it like once a week and then going to work and being like, what the fuck just happened? And then no, talking I, about it for yes. a week and then, you know, finding out. And then like we would have watch parties and stuff. I, 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 I feel like that with the boys where I, I feel like if I just binge watch that, it wouldn't, you know, because they're, they're leaving it on cliffhangers. So you lose what a cliffhanger is at that point where you can't really sit around and stew on it. It's like, just go to the next episode. Let's see. Like, right. why do a cliffhanger at that point when it's, you know, 30 seconds, you're just going to roll into the next episode. So, um, yes, that's uh, that's that's interesting. So I, I thought the first episode was pretty was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, it, gets, it gets bananas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's just so much to watch. That's a pretty big commitment. Anything else? No, no. I know we're getting close to our uh, our time here. Yeah. Um, do we want to try to cover this this news or? Yeah. Yeah. We could do it okay. here real quick. All right. All right. So, um, I'll, I'll just kind of run through this stuff real quick. So Regal has announced that they're going to close all 500 theaters amid COVID. Um, you know, the, the theater that's near my house is not a regal theater. Uh, and AMC is pushing back and they're saying like, no, we're not going to close the doors quite yet. But again, I, I don't see anyone there and I know like they're paying people and they're paying their electricity and and all this stuff is, it's expensive. And it just, I don't see how they're going to make it, you know, with, with, with just how things are. And, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like things are going to change. I feel like drive-ins enough. could come back. Like, there's a couple drive-in movie we, theaters around. We there. actually have a pretty, a pretty nice drive-in theater here. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah it's and we've been to it several times, but it yeah it's just, I don't know it's. I, I just I struggle thinking how they could stick around with all yeah. of this. And um, drive-ins Regal, are kind of seasonal too. Like you're not going to go to a drive-in. In the yeah. Of winter and we right. both we both live in the northern part of the United States. So yeah, that basically it gets up to about six months out of the year. <laughs> right. So what surprised me though, was that tenant, you know, cause when I was putting the show notes together, I was like, well, you know, I'll watch tenant. I didn't really care for it. And I saw a news article that it said it made $50 million. And that movie was not a cheap movie to make. Well, the right. 50 million was domestically. It's actually grossed like 300 million. So they've at least made its money back. I know that they were probably banking on that hitting way more figures than that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 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 would actually surprise me the amount of money it's made, but only 50 million in the United States and the rest has been um overseas. Um tons of movies are being pushed back right now, you know, everyone's kind of shuffling around. Uh, they're pushing back six months to you. I've seen, I've seen movies pushed out 12 to 18 months yeah. just where they're, they're not able to shoot or there's just so many restrictions around everything. It just kind of doesn't make sense. Um, it's kind of a, it's, you know, I, I love like comic book movies and, and <laughs> when I was again, kind of surfing around for show notes, that's all I was seeing was just conversations about, uh, you know, Marvel is changing uh, all their release dates for stuff. DC's 
you know, the New York Comic Con is happening uh, this weekend. Right. And so DC is about to announce a bunch of stuff. And so I was actually having a hard time coming up with news. Uh, I thought the big one was the fact that, you know, movie theaters are looking like they're uh, they're going to be shutting down again, which is, you know, pretty upsetting. Because what's the last movie that you went to the theater and watched? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think it was the last Star Wars. I, yeah. I don't I don't go to the movies a ton. I no, sorry, it was Frozen Two probably with my daughter. I took her to see that. Um, okay, but I we don't. I have a two year old. Well, she's two now, but you know, it's pre COVID. She wasn't quite two yet, so that's kind of hard mm-hmm. to take a that a kid that young to the movie theater. Sure. Um, yeah. and my wife and I like if we get a alone night, you know, or a date night or whatever, we usually just come home and watch something on streaming. We don't go see a ton of movies. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you have a nice setup at home. It's yeah, expensive. It's just, yeah, I mean, and we, we it just, used to, like, like, when we were dating, we would go watch movies all the time. But now it's just like, eh, it's, I don't want to go pay $40 to go watch a movie right now. Like, there's nothing like that. But, like, I'll I'll go watch, like, the Star Wars or, like, something like Tenet. Like, if the theaters weren't closed, I would have probably went and saw, like, Tenet with friends or by myself or mm-hmm. something. Like, the big tentpole releases, sure. you know, like, Avengers. Like, I would have went and watched that, like, in theaters. Yeah. but. Uh, ah, yeah, I can't. Probably so I, we tend to go to the movies a lot. So that, I just wanted to throw that question out there. It'd be like, uh, you know, movie theaters that are closing, like how much does that affect you? It doesn't really sound like a lot. Nah, nah. But to us, we actually went quite a bit. You know, my kids are old enough that they can sit through a movie. So we've seen, I think in the past year or whatever, we've watched, you know, Spider-Man. We watched, uh, we actually did go see onward in theater it did launch in theaters for a little bit i thought we did because i remember being upset that it was Uh (laughs) being released you know um you know we watched sonic the hedgehog uh we watched tenet we watched uh, toy story 4 you know just like we we actually go to the movies quite a bit but i'm not that all that upset that the that movie theaters are you know closing out it it makes me want to invest on a nicer tv and yeah. you know get like a nice like i have a sound bar but it was you know it was subpar a hundred dollars so it's right. it's really nothing to um to kind of blow your socks off or anything but uh yeah that's uh yeah so i I just wanted to ask that just to see you know kind of what what yours was and i i frozen too actually that wasn't <laughs> thinking that one um so <clears throat> with you know, the news just being dominated with like Marvel and DC and, you know, all that stuff. Like, are you, are you starting to feel a little burnout on these style of movies? I, I don't think so. Um, I think it's interesting because Marvel is basically trying to start their next phase, right? You know, the, mm-hmm. Tony Stark's out, Chris Evans is out. Like, they're trying to start their next thing. Um, and obviously, DC is trying to start a thing. You know, they, they have some. I think Wonder Woman's generally liked um, the the Batman and uh, Superman stuff is kind of meh. I think mm-hmm. in general, so it, I'm not I'm not completely burnt out on it. I, I but mm-hmm. I I really like obviously a lot of the Netflix stuff that comes out. I think those are pretty pretty good movies. You know, I, I like The Punisher. The Punisher's a good Marvel uh, property on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's a really good show if you haven't watched that. Especially the first season is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, really violent though um but yeah i mean it's it, I, i'm not totally burnt out on it yet 
So I'm not either. And and I think uh, I'm really excited to see this next phase that they're coming into because they're coming, <clears throat> excuse me, they're coming in with like new characters I don't know of. I don't follow comics that closely. Like I can't tell you, I've read The Eternals, uh, the Neil Gaiman version, but I, I, I really can't tell you a single character's name on there. Um, and you know, like, like Shang Chi, I don't know anything about that person. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm kind of excited, you know, because like I didn't know much about Doctor Strange, and that movie, I love that movie. I thought it was just <laughs> fantastic, and like you know, they're the the direction that they're taking the sequel is they're they're trying to go with uh, more of like a horror movie mm-hmm. uh, style. So uh, real quick, I just want to run through these and I want you to give me like a thumbs up or thumbs down if you're excited about them. So black widow comes out May 7th of next year. Uh, yeah. Shane Chi and the legend of the 10 rings, July 9th. I don't know anything about that. Eternals, November 5th. Mm, maybe Spider-Man with the word home in it, December 17th. <laughs> yes. I like those Spider-Man movies. Yes. So they're, they're releasing four, they're releasing four movies in 2021. And then, uh, the following years, Thor, love and thunder. Yes, for sure. And Dr. Strange. Yeah. Yep. The Disney plus show looks like, uh, they're releasing WandaVision this year. The Falcon winter soldier next year, Loki. What if, which I think what if is a cartoon mm-hmm. and then, the following is Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. So just a ton of content. And I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm still excited about all this. You know, I, I think they, they do a really good job with these movies. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to them. So uh, I kind of wanted to cover the DC stuff because they have made some announcements. But I think we would, um, we're going to hear a lot more stuff over the weekend. So maybe it's something we could, we could touch base on next week. But that. Rich is my notes. That's all yeah. I got for this week. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. So um, thank you all for listening. Um, thanks for checking out the show. You can find all of our episodes on bitpunch.tech. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at emails at bitpunch.tech. And what else can they do? Like and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at bitpunch. <laughs> Uh, my Twitter handle is MAU64, Mouse64. What is yours, Rich? Uh, stop Pre. S-T-O-P-P-R-E. Pre. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it. Thank you, Rich, so much. Yep. Until next week. Yes, until next week. Thanks, everyone. Will we be back? We will be back. I fumbled that. <laughs>